Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shir on Kuntris V'yadati Kishalom Ayalecha, Shir number 19, uh, from Rav Chaim Friedland, Azeicha Tzadik Avrocha, we're in the middle of Perek Revi Maimer Dalid, we're up to page 128, we're in a chapter that's discussing B'Sever Panam Yafais, going on the Rambam's words in Hilchas Ishas. Hagri Hablaz Azatzal, maybe B'Sever Ar Yisrael. The Goyen Rabbi Yitzchak Blazer Zechatzadik of Rocha, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Sol Salanter, said in the name of his Rebbe, Rabbi Sol Salanter, Sheba Ervian Kippur, that on the Ervian Kippur, Bishosh Holchul Beisachnesis of Phyllis Kal Nidre, as they were going to the shul to start Kal Nidre, Pona Bishela Lemakirai, he turned to an acquaintance to ask a question, Ruloi Onaloi Mirev Cherdasadin, the Yeres Kedushas Ayoim. And this person who he asked the question did not respond to him, not out of any meanness or anything like that, but because he had this pachad of the Midas Adin, of the whole El, and now it's Ervi and Kippur going to Kal Nidre, he was in a serious mode because of the holiness of the day, and that's why he didn't respond to Rabbi Saul Salanta. Amar Griz, Rabbi Saul Salanta said, Why do I have to suffer from his fear of judgment? Hagriz Bala Lamdenu, the Rosal Salanta, by saying this, he was trying to teach us. Shadow Tsarli Kayim Yachad. Im Khivasa Bajinodamakim, Gamas Khivaisa Bainadam Khaveray, that you need to keep and fulfill your obligations to your fellow man just as or in addition to obligations towards Akadash Barhu himself. And therefore, Gamba Aravya Makipurim, even on Yen Kippur, going towards Kal Nidre, Tzarech L'Kayim Esat Sivoy, you still need to mekayim the commandment of Eve Mekabel Kala Adam B'Sever Ponem Yafais, to greet everyone with a facial, pleasant disposition. I'm assuming this applies even Tisha B'Av. Now it says you're not allowed to greet each other, special halacha, but a sour, angry face, probably not allowed in Tisha B'Av either. You have a calm, pleasant face, could be somewhat more saddened, everyone understands that, but it's the same idea. Now, this on Erevian Kippur smiling to somebody else with a pleasant attitude is not contradictory at all of a fearful fearness of the din. Both this and that, both of these, the fear of Amos Adin. And the save upon him Yafais, even though they seem contradictory and opposites, they're s- parts and integral for the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Biggest side we talk about very often in Yiddishkeit, how we learn how to absorb opposites in our um, you know, conduct when it is required by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And to explain this, the next paragraph is beautiful. Nema b'chayvus It says in b'chayvus alvavis, Alapirish, it's in Shah Precious Paragdalid. It says there, Tsalasai Alpanov, his shine is on his face, the Evloi Belibai while his mourning is in his heart. Meaning on his face, he looks very joyous and pleasant and loving, and he may have mourning and pain in his heart. Evloihu, his mourning is. He's mournful in his heart because he feels that he's still deficient in serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But as Evlohu Shoyma Belibai, that mourningness, he guards in his heart. So if, even if you're doing tshuva 
as a Baal Tshuva and you have a broken heart. That broken heart is in your heart. Ulam al-Panav, but on your face. Tzahala, joy. Joy on your face. L'sameach to make people around him happy. There's no contradiction. Because both are part of a, Kaddish, a person's service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is not called two-faced. That is called being an Erlich You have a mourning in your heart for your lack in Avedis Hashem or the tshuva or whatever it is and externally you're joyous because you're doing a chesed and being mekayim, the mitzvah of avakabel as kalada meseva panim yafais. Certainly applies in Shalom Bayis. Mesima kashazu efshalahitzi lepoyalai deaklal. How do you achieve this difficult task? Because it's not easy. It is not easy to um, smile and show that happy face when you're in pain inside. So he explains for what the Mesil Shisharm talks about, that the outer appearance and, and action awakens the inner one. The Chenech and Parshas Boy also discusses similar to this. This is Yisharim Perak Zayim Perak of Gimel. That if when you're doing Chesed towards your wife, and a, a husband says, I am going to smile when I come into the house. I'm going to have a pleasant demeanor when I'm interacting with my wife. Even though I don't feel that way right now, I feel negative about my life at, all, at all, overall, or even about my marriage at this moment. Makes no difference. Even if you don't feel that way right now. But you know this is the way you want to feel and it's a goal. He does this pleasant countenance even if he doesn't feel it now. And that that smile, that warmth externally affects it affects his internal feeling. And will and will elevate his mood, will elevate his spirit. And like the Mishlei says, Perek, Chav, Zayin, Pasik, Yud, Tes, like a reflection of water is one face to the other. That save upon him in the office, Shaloi, his pleasant facial expressions, will awaken in his wife. Also, a pleasant demeanor, which will have a corresponding effect on him. So, Saif Davers, in conclusion, it's the responsibility of the husband to worry and be concerned about the mood of his wife, like we explained in Perek Bays and uh, uh, Les Mimer Vav. Talked about it there. That's part of what it says. What does she'er mean? To take care of all his wife's needs. Even his soul's needs. I think the Ramban learns that's pshat within she'er itself. It's not just physical food. 
It means all her needs, her emotional needs as well. That's why the Rambam says that he should not be sad. It should not adversely affect your wife's emotional state. You have in your hands that delicate responsibility of affecting your wife's emotional state. And by smiling and being calm, by being gentle, whether you feel it inside or not, you are helping your wife and you're helping her and you're affecting in a positive way your wife's emotional state. Chazaynish ends his letter over divrei chizuk that you have to give your wife words of encouragement to gladden her heart and save upon him yafais save upon him eirais a pleasant facial expression who ikker hagoyrim lesameach halev is the main spark that will gladden the heart. Fascinating. It's the pleasant facial expression which is an outward expression. Seems superficial. Usually anything external is superficial. But here we can never underestimate the chitzainias, like the Mesil Sisharim, like the Chinuch, that explains this, that you start off with chitzainias, that pleasant disposition, even if you have pain in your heart, ultimately it will bring in warm feelings into your heart as well. We'll start Maimer Hay as well. Maimer Hay, chapter 4, lesson 5. Noisa ba'oyel im Sharing with your friend and with your wife your life's burdens. Toiv lagever kiisa oil bina'urav. In Eicha, paragimel, pasik chavzayin. By the way, I just want to say that Eicha is, is a very sad Megillah. There's no question about it. But you'll see, though, if you look carefully, especially Perek Gimel, the third chapter of Eicha, has one-liners. They're short. It's a long Perek, but with very, like, one-line statements. And many, many of them are not just, they're related to, obviously, Eicha. All of them are. They're connected. But a lot of them are beautiful sayings, beautiful, wonderful um, uh, lessons in life. I believe, and i got to check exactly where it is, Chazdei Hashem ki loisamnu ki for example. That you know, the kindness of Hashem never ends, his, his mercy never ends, and so on. So many Pesukim and Eicha, especially in Paragimel, has these lessons, and here's one of them. Toiv lagever ki It's good for a man to carry a yoke when he is in his youth. That's in Pasuk Chavzayin, in and one of the explanations of this Pasuk, the Chazal say, that's the yoke of a woman. For here we see that it is good for a man. It is good for a man to carry this yoke. Now, what's so good about it? Because he becomes trained and accustomed from the time he is young, with the important trait of of helping your friend carry his or her life's burdens. And by doing so, he himself becomes good. So where you share the burdens with your wife and you take your wife's burdens as your own and you share it and you feel her pain and you work with her on it, you become elevated. Nasbe Bekhtsaras Midazuwa can explain briefly this character trait. It's very important. Besyachsas al Ishtai in relating the way a husband relates to his wife. 
The Yitzeres it creates the proper foundation for building a home. Evanel Il, we learned before in chapter 2, lesson 2, as Devei Razal, the words of the Chazal, we said there that you have to look at yourself as if you were poor, that that lofty trait comes when you share your friend's burdens with him. The source of this teaching of Noisa Ba'elim Chaveirai comes from Parsha Shemais Perak Beis Pasak Aleph by Moshe Rabbeinu in his youth. It was in those days. Moshe grew. And he went out to his brothers. And saw their oppressive slavery. What do you mean, saw? He didn't just see and observe, but Pirashi Vayar Bisavloisam Nasan Ainov. He paid attention to them and he gave his heart to be pained by their suffering. Moshe grows to greatness in Pare's palace and was promoted to the position of a minister. Ayn Sham Rashi, look at Rashi there. But he left the palace in order to literally join the Jewish people in their pain. The Pasuk doesn't say he saw their oppression. He saw into their oppression. He shared it with them. Rashi learns from this that Moshe put his heart into participating in the oppression. He put his soul into it. And and rather He put his eyes there, but a person generally is preoccupied with himself. Normally a person only sees for himself. And at Sadarishan, the first step. To share the burden of your friend with others, to remove the I, the ego, and you dissociate yourself from yourself, from the me, from the I, so that now he's immersed in the you, in the friend. You see it as if you're looking at yourself, meaning you're putting yourself as much humanly possible as being in his shoes. That's number one. And atzad hasheni. So one is visualization of being in his shoes. That's einecha, nasan einav. Vatzad hasheni. And then the second step is los esalibay to put your feeling into it, your emotions. Lahargish ita kifi shemargish esatzway to feel that suffering like your friend feels that suffering. Chiyu zebevade nemeklape ishtoi shuhi kugufay. This obligation is certainly said relative to your own wife, who is like your own body. His relationship to her must be the same like the relationship between the right hand and the left hand, like the said. This doesn't happen by itself with marriage. It requires work. It doesn't happen just because they're married to each other. It takes Effort. It takes work. You first need to see her with a proper appreciation. 
He sees the right perspective of everything that she's doing for him in the house and everything she is working in the house for him. And secondly, then the husband must look at things from his wife's viewpoint. How much importance she assigns to them, how much effort she's putting in. And Shlishis in number three, he gives her his heart. To do his very best to try to work on himself, to feel what his wife is feeling. When you carry your friend's burden, it is expressed not only with feelings for the other person. It's also dependent upon how much you see him in a healthy, correct perspective. And feel his feelings. To lighten his load. By helping him, actively helping him. And give him kindness in the properly on his terms and what he really needs. It's brought down in Shemais Rabbah that Moshe that he went out to his brothers to carry those loads, right? And he helped them carry it. And he pretended that he's doing so, that by doing so he's helping Parai. This is also what it says, that he saved the Jewish man from being killed from the Egyptian. The bottom line is, is it's feeling the burden of your friend, and being proactive in helping him alleviate the pain. A wife yearns constantly from her husband. That she wants her husband to feel together with her the burdens that are on her. Whether it's the management of the home, or raising the children, usually the load goes double to her. She has extra burden. Very often she goes out to work as well. So she's a mother and a provider financially. There are times that she expects her husband to come and help her when times are pressured. Like Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantiv. It's harder, it becomes harder for a woman to, to carry the burden of her home if he sees her husband uncaring and leaves her to do it all by herself. It's very difficult for her. And uh, everything she does are no concern to him at all. And he pretends that it's only her responsibility or it's her problem, not his problem. When he dissociates itself from her and from her burden, it, she is crushed by that load. It becomes unbearable and she falls and she cr- gets crushed by the burden if her husband doesn't share in that burden, whether physically or emotionally or both. The sincere interest and kindness and caring. Of course, the husband needs to do what he can physically to help her too. But even if he's unable, the caring, the 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 warmth, the encouragement, 
That's a matzah or the simple suggestion that I'm willing to help you. I want to help you. You need my help. Just let me know. I'll, what do you need? Lovely Lesser said that his willingness to come to her aid, that itself, gives her deep satisfaction. And sometimes she'll forego and she'll say, you know something? I don't need that help right now. It's okay. And Bess Hashem will continue in the next year. Bracha and Atzlacha.